Whether you're working a corporate job, side hustling, or building a business, Working Girl Talk is the podcast and community for women who work. I'm your host, Abby Zufelt, and I'm here to help you feel confident walking into the workday and to help you get excited about your career. Now, let's talk. Hi friends, it is so good to be back with you this week. Welcome to the show. We had a week off last week and I am so happy to be back. So much to catch you up on, which is today's solo episode. Some things have transpired and it's led me to some thoughts and I can't wait to share them with you and I hope this episode provides some value because I think we've all been in the same place. And as with any Working Girl Talk episode, we are going to start off with some interesting, super interesting headlines in the business and tech space. So let's dive right into that. First headline is from Reuters. Reddit is now worth $10 billion. Yes, that is billion with a B, thanks to a $410 million fundraising round. And earlier this year, Reddit was worth $6 billion. So they have made a lot of progress just within this year so far. And the new money makes the company about one-fifth as valuable as Twitter, which is publicly traded, just to kind of give you some context there. Next headline from the New York Post. This is actually one of the weirder headlines I saw this week. And I was like, I need to share with all of you so we can just be in this together because it is so strange. Have you ever tried to call a restaurant because your order's late or when you're trying to find out what time they're open? This is how Fortune described it because it's a little confusing. So if you're trying to contact a restaurant to ask a question and that number that you may be calling when you're looking it up may not actually have been the restaurant's number. So there's a company called Seamless, which is the parent company of Grubhub. And that company has the internet flooded with these phone numbers that are registered by a third party that then charge the restaurant to route customers to them and they can charge them as much as $9 to have them routed to them and it could even result in like a non-order like things like so they could still be the restaurant could still be charged even if no one bought anything so strange and now that is coming to an end so Grubhub is ditching this controversial phone ordering system because it has been very controversial restaurants upset it's been kind of in the political space as well so Coming to an end, Grubhub is going to set up call centers to replace an algorithm, this algorithm that's doing all of this, instead. So, and that's the thing that charged restaurants, restaurateurs for these kinds of calls. So I think that would put the charging on the minimum. So say somebody didn't order, it's more controlled than an actual call center rather than an algorithm. I just don't know why this was needed in the first place. So I guess if this is your Grubhub order and you're checking on the restaurant about it, but why are they getting charged? I don't really get it. Why does this even exist? But they're trying to make it better because it is a little controversial that restaurants are being, are having to pay for people who are actually trying to contact them in the first place. Very strange. Next headline. TikTok recently changed the automated voice that can read a user's text out loud. People were upset about it. A lot of people were really sad and voicing their opinions. But as Illinois Institute of Technology Associate Professor Mar Hicks explains in the MIT Technology Review, ooh, that was a mouthful, the bigger story is a woman named Bev Standing, 
whose voice was purportedly used without permission by ByteDance, who owns TikTok, in the first place. This is where I was like, what? Hold the phone. This is a juicy, very interesting story. As Technology Review goes on to say, many TikTok users assumed that this text-to-speech voice they heard on the app wasn't a real person, but it was. It belonged to Bev Standing, who's a Canadian voice actor, and Standing had never given ByteDance permission to use it and she actually sued the company in may alleging that the way her voice was being used particularly the way users can make it say anything including profanity were injuring her brand and her ability to make a living this was changed recently by tiktok now this voice is slightly different but the other weird part about this is technology review went on to say For those of you that make, like, it kind of feels like deja vu here, it's because it is. Susan Bennett, the woman who voiced the original Siri, also didn't know that her voice was being used for that product until it came out. Why why does this keep happening? What is going on here? So I thought that was super interesting. TikTok changed it. Who knows what's going on on the legal front there, but quite the interesting story. Next and last story Google firings. The search giant Google fired 31 people in 2020 over improperly accessing the personal data of Google's users and employees, according to reports obtained by Vice. Vice says that number is up from 2018 and 2019, according to the report. Sorry to leave us on that note for the news section. (laughs) I'm just like, why? The links are all in the show notes if you want to read about these further. Now we're going to dive into today's topic. There's that quote that says something like, if you try to please everyone, you'll end up pleasing no one. Very true. I 100% agree with that. And I also think a twist on that is true too. Maybe if you're trying to do everything, you'll end up doing nothing. (laughs) So I recently had a reckoning. That's what I'm calling it. In the past few weeks, I've gone back to the office full time with my job, my full time job. And I have one of the biggest projects I've ever done. I'm working on that at the same time, trying to do some cool things with the podcast, with my time time outside of that. And then there's family, house, friends, even church things, just so many things, remembering to work out and eat well and so many life curveballs. You know the drill when life gets chaotic and chaotic is the word I'm kind of thinking of as I'm thinking of the past few weeks which we've all been there and a lot of us probably are there right now. I think the past year has been chaotic for everyone. And on a recent Saturday, I had some big plans. I had some podcast projects I was going to work on. I even had some creative things. I was like, oh, I'm going to paint these vases that have been sitting on my desk forever that have just been sitting there with nothing in them. So many plans. Well, I woke up and I tweaked my neck somehow. (laughs) It is the craziest thing and I'm, it's so embarrassing. I don't even know what happened. I heard a noise as I was waking up and then I couldn't move my neck. I couldn't look left and my neck hurt super bad. My body gave out on me. So I spent that Saturday with a heating pad on my shoulder on the couch. And I'm sure at this point you're like, where is she going with this? I do have a point. We're getting there. I have to set the scene first. So I spent that Saturday with a heating pad on my neck and shoulder on the couch. And I was so upset, like verge of tears status. Not even because of the pain, like yes, my neck hurt, couldn't really move it, didn't know why, but because I felt like I was losing time. 
since I couldn't check off all my to-do items, my big list of things I was going to do on that Saturday, the day felt so worthless to me. I even told my husband like what a waste of a day it is. I was so frustrated. Time is so valuable to me, which I think it is for everyone. And especially now that my time is a little more slim with commuting, going back to the office and just some things that have been taking up my time recently, some something like that when I have a day planned and now I can't do it, it really threw me <laughs> and I'm still kind of grappling with it, to be honest. <laughs> but now that I've had some time to kind of think about it, I've learned a few things about productivity and that's what I've been thinking about since then. Being forced to take a break from all of my to-do lists and all the things I needed to get done gave me a little bit of insight into my own productivity habits and just productivity in general and even that term that we sometimes hear toxic productivity. I'm going to dive into four little reminders that we can kind of take with us and I hope you can kind of take them and apply them to you, twist them, turn them around, apply them to your own life on how we treat productivity and how we can use our own productivity in a, in a positive way. Not making productivity and checking off lists a bad thing and just making it like happy, healthy, a healthy way to do productivity. There we go. And not using it as a tool for our own destruction. So let's dive into these four reminders that I've learned and I hope you can apply them to yourself. So number one, have you ever seen those quotes on Instagram? It's a popular sentiment going on right now. Like your worth is not measured by your productivity, something along the lines of that. I've seen variations of that around on Instagram. And every time I see them, they have never resonated with me. I get it. I'm like, eh, like I get that for some people. But as somebody who loves checking off a to-do list, like I very much measure my success on my productivity. And I just never got that quote because productivity to me, it's like checking things off, getting things done. That's how I feel happy and relieved, less stress. Not until this whole situation happened, my reckoning with my neck, not until this happened, that this kind of clicked a little bit more, that I can still have a great day, that I can still be happy and be grateful, even if I'm not doing all the little things that check off that productivity checklist. So it was really up to me, kind of shifting your mindset a little bit, that just because that one day you didn't get to check off everything doesn't mean it was a waste of a day. Like there's still things that were valuable in it. Reminder number two, according to Real Simple, the definition of toxic productivity is toxic productivity occurs when an individual has an unhealthy obsession with being productive and constantly on the go. I've heard the term toxic productivity before. And when I saw that definition, I was thinking, hmm, those people sound like they do not know how to enjoy the moment. So reading that kind of put that in a little bit of perspective to me and how many times have I not enjoyed the little things because I was so worried about getting everything done and even goes, it goes back to that neck, that my neck tragedy day as well. How many little things that were there to be happy about that I wasn't seeing because I was so worried about constantly being on the go and being productive. So that's kind of that reminder there, like that definition of what that is really put that in perspective for me that life is precious. This is a reminder to be present and to care, care about the ones you're with, care about what's happening and to really be in the moment and enjoy those moments because 
those kind of people who are having toxic productivity, they don't enjoy the moment. And sometimes we can't control it, but this is kind of that reminder to kind of step outside of yourself and see if that's what's happening, that reality check there. Number three, take a break. That's my reminder for this one is to take a break. Don't wait until your body gives out on you or until something happens that makes you sick or until you're totally exhausted and depleted like me and my neck. I think that was a culmination of a lot of little things because it was so random. But don't wait until bad things happen. Take a break. You have to give yourself a break to keep going. Like I said in the beginning, like there's a lot of stuff going on. We have so many responsibilities and they are all marathons. They are going to be sections and seasons where you're sprinting and you're hustling, but it also has to be sustainable too. So you need you need a break every once in a while. And it's better to select that and choose that break yourself than getting forced to take the break. And reminder number four, our last reminder for this productivity vibe check here setting real expectations for yourself. I think a part of my chaos I felt a little bit recently is that I keep setting these unrealistic expectations for like what my productivity looks like, all the things I want to get done. Even like as something as simple as an example as like when I wake up, oh, I'm going to wake up at five every day and something happens and I didn't and I'm trying to get used to going back to the office again, which means a commute. So my all my schedule is a little different. And I didn't adjust for that. So it's kind of like I missed that mark of not waking up or getting to where I needed to be at that time. And I set that high expectation and now I'm upset at myself because I didn't reach it. So setting those real expectations with yourself can help us steer clear of that toxic productivity mindset and just stay on that healthy side of it. Because we still want to have expectations for ourselves. We still want to have goals. We still want to be productive. But we want to stay on like the healthy side, the positive side, the good side of this or else things can just turn bad for us. And those are our four reminders. These are some things that have just been on my mind lately and I hope that you can take them and apply them to your life and kind of think about how productivity plays a role in your life. That really was the whole goal of this episode just to kind of do a a self-check on where your productivity is at. Is it kind of getting in a toxic place? Are you not motivated enough? It's just kind of a good thing to think about. And really that number three reminder of taking a break is so important. And every episode of Working Girl Talk ends with a Friday favorite, something I liked that week that I want to share with all of you. And this week, of course, since I didn't get to share it last week, is Outer Banks Season 2 on Netflix. I know you're probably like, Abby, we've already heard about it, but I'm here to tell you again, such a great show amazing season the cast the clothes the vibe the set the locations everything the drama the romance everything great show definitely recommend I've already watched it like twice like the whole season watched it by myself and then watched it with my husband so it's it's a good show so that is my Friday favorite this week please subscribe to Working Girl Talk if you haven't if anything resonated with you today make sure to share it with a friend who needs to hear it especially a friend who may be kind of going through big life changes or is dealing with a lot right now they might need to kind of reassess their productivity and need some words of encouragement that it's okay to take a break It's okay to enjoy the moment. And if you think somebody needs that, share this link with them. And as always, I love to read your reviews. If you've ever learned anything new on the podcast or felt inspired or motivated, that's all we strive to do here, educate and motivate. So if you have ever felt that way, you want to leave a review, so greatly appreciated. 
Thank you so much for listening to Working Girl Talk. I hope you have a wonderful workday. I will talk to you next week. Bye.